0: Right, okay So We learned so far in the Mimer uh, We addressed One of the questions we had When we started the Mimer The question was It says that uh, When Hashem gave us the Torah He said, I am the Lord your God We had a question How is Hashem introducing Himself By saying the word I? When I say the word I, you can look at me and say Ah, this is the guy I'm talking to but about the Eibushter? So who is this I? Who is the I? So what we said was is that a Jew is rooted in God's essence, and therefore a Jew knows the Eibushter, so to speak. A Jew is one well with Hashem. You want, want to close the window? Yeah. Thank you. A Jew is one well with Hashem. So, so when Hashem says Anoichi, Hashem says I. We we know, so to speak, the Abishter. Like the Bar said, said, um, Hamol the luminary is revealed. What Bar meant was guarding the essence of Hashem, you cannot say that there's a tzimtzum. Hashem is beyond tzimtzum. No such thing as a tzimtzum, we're talking about the essence of Hashem. For a Jew especially, because a Jew is rooted in God's essence. However, although that's something that we, we we have this consciousness of, Hashem doesn't just want it to be something that we're conscious of. Hashem wants us to be who we are. And that's why Hashem sends us to this world. It's analogous to a king who sends a prince to a faraway land. In a faraway land, everyone there acts in a way that leaves much to be, be desired. And the, the reason the king sends his son to this place is that the son should reveal his connection to his father. Because when he's close to his father, you don't see his uh, attachment to his father. You say it's an environment that, that allows him to be, um, to have the behavior of a prince. When can you tell the prince is really a prince? Only when he's sent far away. So that's why the Abishar sends the Neshama from... Got made into this world, so that the Neshama should reveal his That's also why Hashem when he gave us a Torah, He said, I am the Lord your God. It's not sufficient that I am I, and you know who I am. I want this to become part of you. I want, to, I want to be your God. I want this to be something which is in you. In order to be something which is in us, Hashem contracted his light and revealed his light through the four processes of the four letters of God's name, in order that Hashem's reality should become something which is one with us. That's the meaning of the, um, the Pasuk that the Mimer is based on. Mimer is based on a Pasuk, and Hashem tells Jerusalem, the Jewish people, the Torah, the Mitzvah that Hashem commands you, is not wondrously far from you, it's not distant from you. So the emphasis, the Rebbe says is, it's not distant from you, it's not wondrously far from you. It is wondrously higher than the world. It is something way beyond beyond anything else. But from you, from the Jewish people, it's not considered something which is which is uh, beyond because of who you are. A Jew, so to speak, knows the Eibush. A Jew is one with Hashem. So therefore, it's 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 terimitzis, which are Hashem's will and wisdom, which are beyond the uh, rest of the the ishtals, rest of the spiritual cosmos. They are uh, still not considered far. From, from the Jew. Okay. This is going to help us understand something else. Rashi says, regarding Meishu in a statement that the Torah is very close to us, how is it close to us? M- Rashi says, Hashem tells us, I gave the Torah in a written form and an oral form. We'll see how those two words, those two ideas, the written Torah and the oral Torah, are some things Hashem gives us to make the Torah connected to us, to make Hashem's essence part of us. Let's go on. Let's Inter itself. It is the written Torah and the oral Torah that connect us to our our essence, our essence, which is just one with Hashem, with Hashem. it ch- and chooses Hashem. What is the motivating factor that makes this relevant to us? It's 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 the written Torah and the oral Torah. What reveals our connection to Hashem? It's the Torah. As we said yesterday, we need the Torah to reveal who we are, and then we're able to bring the Torah also to a higher level. Who? Uh, what's the difference between the written Torah and the oral Torah the written Torah the essence of it, it is about a lesson to the godly soul and the oral Torah the essence of it is about a lesson to the animal soul only by the godly soul connecting with the animal soul and explaining to the animal soul the truth of the of Hashem, can the animal soul be elevated? If the godly soul would just think about things that are, are natural to the godly soul, but not advertising the greatness of Hashem in a way that the animal soul finds meaningful, the animal soul will not, will not be um, touched. So the godly soul has to, has to engage with the animal soul and explain to the animal soul why Hashem is worth it. The Chassidus says that the animal soul is like an animal, it's not a bad thing. Animals are, are, are selfish, but they're not bad. Animals want what's good for them. So if we were to be able to advertise to the animal within us why well, the Eivishir is good, the animal soul would want the Eivishir as well. So, so the, the godly soul is given tools to relate to the animal soul, and these tools are associated with the written Torah, which is for the godly soul, and the oral terra, which has to do with the animal soul. So in order to explain exactly the relationship between the godly soul and the animal soul, and what the godly soul gives the animal soul, and what the godly soul's natural habitat is, habitat is and how it's to travel from there to the animal soul, we're going to go way off to discuss a, the meaning of the uh, uh, word that's used in the Torah for a, um, a yoke of an animal let's go it says in the Talmud that the words of the sages are like a like a yoke there are three names for the yoke of an animal a Mardeya, a darvan, and a malamit why are they why are the words of the sages compared to a yoke um because when the animal has a yoke it gives him insight about what it needs to do it gives mardeya comes from the word murya it gives the animal knowledge of what it should be doing and darvan the word darvan has the word Binah in it the yoke gives understanding to the to the to the bull to know what the bull is supposed to do and the the yoke is also called a malamid. It's also called a a teacher, because it teaches the cow, it teaches the bull to plow and and to know and to give life to its owner. Um. So the words of the sages are comparable to this yoke. Actually, I'm not sure if we're talking about a yoke or the blinds on an animal. Um, Those are blinders. Blinders, right? Um the blinders uh, perhaps what what, what this word is is mardeya the blinder or the yoke mardeya is the blinder the blinders yeah so the animal needs to have have blinders in order to know what it's supposed to do so it says the the Gemara if your animal needs blinders the evil inclination certainly needs to have blinders so what's the blinders for the animal soul for the Yitzahara the blinders is the Torah, so the Torah guides the animal soul. It's hard to know where it's supposed to go. So specifically, the Gemara says the words of the sages are like blinders. What do the sages say? The sages say, "As yes, in the Torah, you have to say Shema at night." So the sages say, "Don't say Shema past midnight." The, the just he would, like he so a shepherd's staff. Shepherd's staff. Thank you. Okay. Not the blinders, not the yoke, the shepherd's staff. Is that is that a morphics translation or? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't I didn't think it was the blinders. So I mean, it could mean that way. You need a direction. It could mean any of them because <laughs> those that, are the three things you. It do. refers to the direction. Yeah. yeah. So either way. So uh, the the uh, interesting the the. Um, the uh, goal of the it's Oral the ter- Now, If you look at Darbon and Milamit, Darbon would not be the blindness. Darbon is like the drive to... Darwin, the research of Darbon is drive, the English word drive. I don't know if it's in <laughs> shoyish, but it's to to, push, go. to, to okay. make something else go. Okay. So so you're the shepherd's staff. Fine. So, 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 so um, it, sa- it sounds a little bit... Uh, more relevant to, to us, and the the, the the words of the Torah prod along the, the animal soul where it needs to go. The, the, you you have to say Shema tonight, so the the Torah says, okay, so say it before midnight. So the words of the sages guide the person to keep the Torah. So these three. Words that we're using for the shepherd's staff, the Mardeya and the Darvan and the Melamid correspond to the three soul powers of chochmavina vadas, the power to create ideas, understand them, and to integrate and connect with whatever was understood. and vadas. So we're going to go deeper into understanding what the godly soul is, what the animal soul is, and how their conversation works. As we learned earlier, Chachma is what teaches Bina. Chachma is the initial flash of insight of a, of a truth. And it teaches Bina. Bina is what, what takes that initial flash and, 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 and analyzes it and, and extrapolates from it and goes into the length and breadth and depth of what was discovered with the power of, this, of creating an idea. So chokhma teaches bina. bina. As we said earlier, the gemara says that aleph beis stands for aleph bina. Aleph is chokhma. Aleph is initial insight, and aleph teaches bina. Aleph teaches beis. Bina. bina Okay. So in the intellectual world, chokhma is a flash of insight, and bina is what takes that insight and explains it. But if we're to, but the way the Altar explains this in Tanya, Chacham Bina aren't just intellectual. Chacham Bina are the very first places that um, of the spiritual cosmos. Chacham Bina are where Hashem is able to be revealed. specifically, Hashem is able to be revealed in Chachma. Why is Hashem able to be revealed in Chachma? Just like in the intellectual world, the meaning of Chachma is the ability to. How are you able to get, discover a new idea? Well, what gives you ability to, to, to discover something new? In order to discover something new, you're learning a Rashi. You want to know what Rashi is saying. In order to hear what Rashi is saying, there's one thing you have to do. You have to totally forget about yourself and totally make your mind empty completely. And then you could hear what Rashi is saying. You have to suspend the borders of your mind and try to feel what Rashi is saying. In a similar way, um, trying to discover any, any new insight, it involves suspending the borders of your mind, trying to let go and, and make it empty. Emptying your mind is, it, it, it seems to be the opposite of filling it with a new idea, but that's the way you discover a new idea, by, by, by emptying yourself and trying to hear something, trying to go away from what, what you're used to. If, if, if you're going with the point of what you're used to, that's, that's the realm of being, that's the realm of understanding. When you want to get something new, you have to let go of what you're used to, you have to try to hear something new. That's, some, some people are very good at, at discovering new ideas, they're, they're artists. They're not good at explaining them. Some people are good at explaining ideas, but they have no—they have no—they're—they're uh, they're not good uh, mathematicians. They're not good artists because they don't have the ability to uh, just to be abstract and to, and to let go and to try to try to hear a new, new way of of, uh, of of hearing things. I, I know one of my kids would have a lot of chokhmah when he was very little, when he was in his high chair and looked at the prongs of his of the buckle of the high chair. He says, "Ah, shin, is a shin." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's that's chachma, to, to take this in the, in the abstract, and what, what so so chachma is about about suspending the borders and going and and letting go and trying to do something else. That's in the intellectual world, in the godly in, in, in the world of truth, in the world of the emes, the world of Hashem, the world of neshama. Chachma is ability to become totally abnegated before Hashem, not just to send the borders of your mind, but that, that there's no sense of self at all. Chachma is the, just the truth of Hashem that there's no sense of self. So where does Hashem reveal Himself? Chochma, Chochma, the Alter Pesach Tanya is a revelation of how Hashem is alone; and nothing besides. That's what that's what chochmah is. Chochma is a place where there it's obvious that Hashem is alone; and nothing besides. So Chochma has bitl. Chochma has a sense of bitl because Chochma is able to uh, to 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 contain this 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 reality of Hashem that doesn't leave room for any other reality. First one, right there. First, that one. Yes, please. Thank you. Oh, just flip yeah, sure. it upside down. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Thanks. Sorry. No problem. Chachma, just like it is in the intellectual world, it's it's where the first flash of insight. You don't know how to explain it yet. There's no sense of self yet. There's no self under. There's no. There's no. Nothing exists yet. So too in in our is where there's no. There's, there's no sense of self yet. All there is is the truth of Hashem. There's nothing besides it. As the Altar explains in Tanya, why is it that the infinite light of Hashem rests only in chachma more than all the other spheres? Because the Altar says Hashem is the one truth, absolute truth, He is alone, and there's nothing besides Him. Hashem's existence is absolute, and leaves no room for any other existence, because He is the only one that exists. There is nothing else that's there. and that's what chachma is. Chachma is what can contain and and be a vessel for that truth. Mash enkin bina. However, bina is already where there's length and breadth and depth, so that there's something that exists already. So he bina is Bina is a thing. Chachma is a non thing. Chachma's existence is 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 nit. Chachma is about not existing, and bina is about yeah. Bina is about what it is. Bina is about. It's appreciation for this truth it's, it's 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 extrapolation of this truth it's understanding of this truth but not about the truth itself Shinyono who is is taking that idea and going through the details of it so, so wants move isn't it yeah it's now it's now it's now coming it's, it's bringing into are you are you understanding it yet? It. are you understanding it yet? right right which may or may not be when when I'm looking at the rashi And trying to figure out what Rashi is saying, so, so the moment I say ah, I got it, so I'm closer to the truth of the Rashi. I try to explain it. I'm getting closer to me, but farther from Rashi. And although logic, bina, could understand that there are things that are beyond logic, and logic understands that it has to be subservient to that which is beyond logic, so therefore bina isn't total arrogance. Bina. A logic dictates that there's things beyond logic, so Bina also has bittul. Bina also has a sense of subservience. Bina also is aware that it's not that logic isn't what does all and ends all, but there's still a difference between the bittul, the, the sense of of godliness, the sense of the lack of the sense of self in Chachma, to the lack of the sense of self in Bina. Next page, who? In the realm of Bina, the person is aware that there are things above logic, but it's not that he is now trembling. He's not that he is now uh, uh, affected by it. It's just an awareness. He has something he's aware of, but it's not something that causes him to be totally like... In in, in our prayers correspond to these various levels of Galaimah. The level of Shem'a Esri corresponds to Chachma. Chachma is you're standing before God. You cannot you cannot open your lips. You say Hashem, open my lips. That's Chachma. You're standing face to face with a King, and there's no sense of self. Chachma is not just a passing sense of of devotion. Chachma is where you're overwhelmed by the experience. Bina having awareness that there are higher truths than Bina could possibly know doesn't doesn't transform the reality of Bina. This just gives Bina this just gives logic a a. Uh, a an awareness, but not a sense of absolute devotion. Calling because the whole idea of logic is existence. Bina understanding is about existence, about being a something. Bina is about how do I get it? As you were saying before, being is about me, how I understand it. So being nullified, is exact opposite of what the reality of bina is. Bina is about understanding and appreciating. About you. Chachma is about Hashem's truth. So Chachma and Bina are opposites. Bina is about self, and Chachma is about non self. Chachma is about the truth. Only Chachma, which is just the quintessential point of, of truth. Without any explanation, only this has absolute abnegation of self to the extent that its whole existence is. What is Chachma's existence? Existence is non-existence. Its existence is abnegation of itself. That's what its existence is. What is the existence of Chachma? It not being something. The author emphasizes this is what Chachma is. And is. what it's not that Chachmah is is um, overwhelmed by this truth. It's rather that Chachmah becomes this truth. Chachmah is about it. is about it it's its sense of, of Hashem's truth. It's not that a Chachmah loses itself in Hashem's truth. That's what Chachmah is. Chachma is Hashem's truth. The truth is goes gives very it's a it's a periphery um, point not for free. It's a, it's a it's a side point. Um, it's a just a parenthesis, but it's a very in our lives. It's not a parenthesis in our lives. It's a very fundamental thing. Um, I remember this, this 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 couple came to my house and they wanted to ask was advice about uh, where their son should go to school. And they uh, wanted to write to and open their letters, and they did. And they open up to a page where the Rebbe tells a family they wanted to move the kid out of the Jewish school to to a, to a school which wasn't so uh, so so into and i do not sure if it was not Jewish school or it wasn't so religious, and they felt that the academics in the, Jew, in the religious school weren't so good. So, the Rebbe quotes this pasuk in that letter, which he quotes in this memoir: "Yiras fear of God is alive; is, is what him gives life. Yiras Hashem Fear of God imbues life. Is life all creations of the world? Ebba says, "There, there. What gives them more power? Gives them more life? Is their sense of reverence for Hashem? Although it seems diametrically opposed to, to counterintuitive to our natural experience, we think that what makes us more ourselves, and we have less of this reverence thing. Right? We become less when we have more reverence. We're less of ourselves. But what adds to our life? What makes us more alive? is our reverence of Hashem. That's why it says a malach has more life in it because a malach is something which is totally nullified to Hashem, therefore it has more life, more bit of more life. So I was telling this this, this this couple that their son would do a lot better in the more religious school because where there is more reverence for Hashem, there's more life. So maybe academics is one thing, but life is something else. Um, so in, in back to our, our discussion over here about Chacham and Bina. So... Uh, the Malachim their sense of Hashem's truth is not in the level of Chachmah. Malachim are the world of atzilus is, is predominantly the sphere of Chachma Chachma imbues the whole world of atzilus with this sense of there's nothing besides Hashem the, the, the world beneath Silus, their awareness of Hashem's truth is something more uh, secondary to their own existence so the malachim, they come more from the realm of bina than the realm of chokhmah. The world of bria is associated with the sphere of bina. Every spher, every world has its primary component. The world of atzilus is primary Chachma. and the world of bria it's primarily bina. So, so uh, it's true that um, uh, the angels are. Uh, don't have as much bittle, don't have as much subservience to Hashem as, the, as in the world of Atzillus, but uh, they still have this sense of bittal, and that's what makes them alive. Um, okay, so... I'll just conclude this, this uh, paragraph. This, this is all an introduction. To understand the conversation between the Gali Soul and the animal soul. The Gali soul is Chachma, and the animal soul is Bina. The Gali soul is about the truth of Hashem, the animal soul is about itself. So um that that's the that's that's the conversation begins. That's that, that, that that's the vantage point of the of the two in their conversation. The Gali's soul is always about the truth of Hashem, the animal soul is about itself. Um Okay, let's 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 stop here and we'll team with Hashem tomorrow. Upgraded and great day in the literature.